Well, what's up, Lifehouse? It's Pastor John here. Hey, we're on day 17 of 30 days in the Psalms, so we're over halfway there. So just want to say I'm proud of you for taking this journey, and I really pray that it has been helpful studying the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 90, and so hopefully you have read that. If you have not, make sure you read that today. But Psalm 90 is written by Moses, and within the Psalms there are five different writers and uh, one of them is Moses and Moses is my favorite Bible character and, and, you, and you probably know why it's because he stuttered so Moses is my guy but um, Moses was also called by God to lead his people the Israelites out of slavery into freedom so he had an incredible call and an incredible task but also too Moses was flawed and you can see throughout the first five books of the Bible, Moses's journey. And we actually get a get a glimpse here uh, with this psalm because remember this, psalms were songs. So Moses wrote this song while he was in the process of leading God's people out and being God's chosen vessel to work through. And so you can actually look in Psalm 90 and, and, and you can read this song. And if you were to give it a modern day I guess, genre, uh, I would say that this song is one of those reflective, deep soul uh, churning songs where, you know, you sing it, you hear it, and it just makes you think about the existence of life. And that's where I think you can tell Moses is, is here writing this. But uh, I'm, I want to keep this short. So I'm going to focus on two, on two verses. I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit to speak to you as you read the other, 50, other 15 verses. But really one verse that I want to particularly focus on is verse number 12. And, and this is what it says here. Moses says, teach us, and he's talking to God, to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And how I translate that is, is, is Moses is saying, God, show me how short my life is so I can make the most of it. What a prayer. Isn't it true that the less you have of something, the more serious you take it or the better you steward it, the better you handle it. Um, and, you know, I think if we all uh, were given by God 24 hours to live, we might live it a, a little bit differently. Um, we might live it with more purpose. We might live it f for God, right? Like we might live it with a whole lot more direction and intensity. And um, that's what I sense here with Moses saying this is like, God, show me how short my life is so I can make the most of it. What a prayer. Like I, you talk about a prayer to start your day. Pray that. God, Show me that my life is short so I can make the most of it. Because honestly, y'all, you and I are not promised tomorrow. And this is not one of those two things to scare you. But that is the truth. Any moment, any day, any opportunity, our life could be gone. You know, I still remember the day this past year um, when, when I learned of Kobe Bryant dying. And I just had this random thought probably about a week ago. I was sitting there and I was just like, Kobe Bryant is gone. Like Kobe. And, you know, when it it happened back in February, I just remember thinking, like, Kobe. If it could happen to Kobe, it could happen to anybody. You know, and, and really that sense of you never know. 
you never know, none of us know, when our final breath, our final moment is. And because of that, it shouldn't make us live in fear. It shouldn't make us be melancholy. It shouldn't make us uh, dread. It should give us a passion to say we need to make the most of every opportunity. And that's what it, it and that's what Paul actually said in Ephesians 5. He said, make the most of every opportunity because the days are numbered. Right? And and that's what I pray here hearing this, that you would start to actually think about the fact of you are not infinite, but you're finite. And that you are not promised tomorrow. And I pray that you would remember that daily. And as you remember that daily, that it would then inspire you and propel you to love greatly, to invest wisely, um, to, to say, man, you, you know what? I get 24, you know, it's like I have a limited amount of time to make a difference, right? What, what a prayer. I want to read that one more time. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And I pray that you, in light of knowing the fact that you're not promised tomorrow, that you would gain a heart of wisdom, that you would live wisely, but you would live boldly and passionately for Christ. The second verse is the final verse, uh, verse number 17. It's, it says this, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And what I can see Moses feeling here from him is just that like the fact of, they can work, they can do what they can do, but then there's a work that only God can do. You know, and we have a core value at our church that's, that says this, work as if it all depends on us and pray as if it all depends on God. And what that simply means is we want to work hard. Just because you pray doesn't mean you don't work and just because you work doesn't mean you don't pray. It's not either or, it's both and. It's, it's two pedals on a bike, right? You pray. But then also, too, you take those prayers and you put work to those prayers. And what I find is people go, uh, they favor one of those two sides. They're really good at work or they're really good at prayer, but very few people are good at both. They can say, oh, I'm, I'm going to work hard and they'll actually forget God. But then you got some people, they'll pray passionately, but, but, but won't put any work or action behind those prayers. And what I see Moses saying, saying, here is God, we need your favor. We need you to rest on us. God, establish the work that we've done. Take the work that we've done and put your blessing on it. Take the work that we have put in and make it count, right? It, it was both and work hard and rely on God and pray hard, right? And that's what I pray, the kind of person that you would be. But first you need to evaluate what kind of person are you? Are you a person that prays hard or works hard? Are you a person that praise a whole lot but has trouble putting feet to those prayers or are you somebody that has no problem working but has a problem spending time in prayer my bend is to work and so i've got to be intentional about ensuring i can work but at the same time i can work so much that i can actually leave god out of it right and that's why it's it's important this might sound crazy but why but why taking time off and taking a day off is so important. You even see in the creation account, God worked for six days and rested. He worked for six days and rested one because he was, he was putting in place a rhythm saying, uh, six days you're to work, but then day you rest. 
Even God rested. And some of you out there, you need to take a day off. You haven't had a day off in months, weeks, years, because you think that if you stop working, something's gonna fall apart or it, it, it can't go on without you. And you need to be reminded today that God took a day off. If God can take a day off, you can take a day off. And actually in your resting, that is an act of faith where you say, I'm putting my faith and trust that God is actually in control here and I'm not the one that's actually in control. God's the one that is in control. And so what I see, what I see Moses saying here is like, look, God, we've worked hard, but we need you to establish it. And so I pray that you would be somebody that we would be people that would work hard and pray hard, pray hard and work hard. That we would be people that put feet that that puts feet to our prayers and prayers with our work. And that through that we would work and that God would establish the work that we do in your family, in your community, in our church, at your job, that the blessing of the Lord would be on it. I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you so much that it is a light to our feet, a guide to our path. And Lord, I just thank you for Psalm 90, the challenge in it, God, the challenges us to, um, God, the, where, to, to teach us to number our days so that we may live in wisdom. I pray for those, right, for, for those listening right now that they'd be reminded that life is short. It's not promised to them. And that shouldn't scare us. It should inspire us to live with wisdom and courage and hope for you. I pray for those for those watching or listening today, God, that God, um, they need to be reminded today that work and prayer, they go together. God, that we can be people of prayer, but also people that work hard. We can be people that work hard, but also people that pray hard. That we wouldn't just be people that do either or, but we would be people that do both and we work hard and rely on you and say, God, we're gonna do our part. We need you to do your part. And God, I thank you, God, that for what you're doing and speaking in this journey. Holy Spirit, we give you full authority to speak what needs to be spoken into each heart, each soul, each mind. And we trust you, that God, we, we trust that the work you began in each person listening or watching this, you will complete it. And just as M M Moses prayed at the end of this chapter, God, that you bless your people. And God, I pray a blessing over each person watching and listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lifehouse fam, I love you. I'm thankful for you. I'm thinking about you. Don't forget our next Lifehouse Live, shameless plug here, is August 21st, I think. Yes, August 21st, Friday, August 21st. Make sure you reserve your spot. We're going to keep you safe, I promise. Uh, but man, we want to join back together and see your face and worship live with you. Uh, so, so just make sure you register for the next Lifehouse Live, uh, theaterchurchnn.com or lifehousenn.com or just contact us. We love you. We're grateful for you and we hope to see you soon.